Greetings in the name of Jesus. This is Rob Hames. This is 15 Minutes with Jesus. Today, we are speaking about a holy nation. Let's turn to Hebrews 11, verse 8. By faith, Abraham obeyed when he was called to go out to the place which he would receive as an inheritance. And he went out, not knowing where he was going. By faith, he dwelt in the land of promise as in a foreign country dwelling in tents with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs with him of the same promise. For he waited for the city, which has foundations, whose builder and maker is God. By faith Sarah herself also received strength to conceive seed, and she bore a child when she was past the age, because she judged him faithful who had promised. Therefore from one man, and him as good as dead, were born as many as the stars of the sky in multitude, innumerable as the sand which is by the seashore. These all died in faith, not having received the promises, but having seen them afar off, were assured of them, embraced them, and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. For those who say such things declare plainly that they seek a homeland, and truly if they had called to mind that country from which they had come out, they would have had opportunity to return. But now they desire a better, that is, a heavenly country. Therefore God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he has prepared a city for them. Let's turn to Revelation 21, verse 1. Now I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away. Also there was no more sea. Then I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people. God himself will be with them and be their God. And God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There shall be no more death, nor sorrow, nor crying. There shall be no more pain, for the former things have passed away. New Jerusalem is prepared for God's holy nation. Jesus said, I go to prepare a place for you, and if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there you may be also. He said, If you continue in my word, you will be my disciples indeed, and you will know the truth and the truth will make you free. This glorious promise is for true disciples of Jesus Christ who are continuing in his word, being washed, being cleansed, being purified by obeying his words through the Spirit. Let's turn to Titus chapter 2, verse 11. For the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men, teaching us, that denying ungodliness and worldly lusts, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in the present age, looking for the blessed hope and glorious appearing of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us, that he might redeem us from every lawless deed and purify for himself his own special people, zealous for good works who gave himself for us, that he might redeem us 
from all iniquity and purify unto himself his own special people, zealous of good works, doing the will of his Father, truly led by the Spirit of God, sons and daughters of God. 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9. But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, his own special people, that you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. You are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, an holy nation, his own special people, that you should show forth the praises of him who has called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. New Jerusalem is full of the light of the Lamb and of the glory of the Father. There is no darkness there, no night. This light is coming to the world. This light is the light of men. This is the true light which lights every man that comes into the world. God is light, and in him is no darkness at all. We are called out of darkness into his marvelous light. Light is coming to the world, but men love darkness rather than light, because their deeds are evil. They won't come to the light, lest their deeds be exposed. But those that love the truth and do the truth will come out of darkness and enter into his marvelous light. Truly, our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. And if we will walk in the light, we will have fellowship with God and with one another. God has given us his grace. God has given us his Son. Let's turn to 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 13. Therefore, gird up the loins of your mind, be sober, and rest your hope fully upon the grace that is to be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. As obedient children, not conforming yourselves to the former lusts as in your ignorance, but as he who called you is holy, you also be holy in all your conduct, because it is written, Be holy, for I am holy. And if you call on the Father who without partiality judges according to each one's work, conduct yourselves through the time of your stay here in fear knowing that you are not redeemed with corruptible things like silver or gold from your aimless conduct received by tradition from your fathers, but with the precious blood of Christ, as of a lamb without blemish and without spot. He indeed was foreordained before the foundation of the world, but was manifest in these last times for you, who through him believe in God, who raised him from the dead and gave him glory, so that your faith and hope are in God. Since you have purified your souls in obeying the truth through the Spirit, in sincere love of the brethren, love one another fervently with a pure heart, having been born again, not of corruptible seed, but incorruptible, through the word of God, which lives and abides forever. In these verses, the Apostle Peter describes the true grace of God. Because we have been redeemed with such a precious thing as the blood of God's only begotten Son, who was tempted in every way as we are, yet without sin, because of all that he suffered for us on the cross, we should conduct ourselves in the fear of God, 
seeking to be holy, even as he is holy, in all obedience to his word, yielding to the Holy Spirit as he leads us and guides us into all truth, not fashioning ourselves according to the former lusts in our ignorance, not continuing in sin, justifying ourselves with false doctrines of grace. God gave us his Son to make us a holy people, a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, and holy nation, his own special people, that we should show forth the praises of him who has called us out of darkness into his marvelous light. We have been delivered from the domain of darkness and have been translated into the kingdom of God's dear Son, in whom we have redemption through his precious blood, the forgiveness of sins. He died to take away our sins and cleanse us and make us a holy people separated unto him to worship him and serve him in spirit and in truth forever in his kingdom. As lively stones, a spiritual house and holy priesthood to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God by Jesus Christ. Carnal sacrifices made by carnal people in carnal houses are not acceptable unto God. God is a spirit, Jesus said, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. He said the Father is seeking such to worship him. If you are defiled with sin, you cannot come into his temple and offer a sacrifice of praise. You must be washed. You must be cleansed through repentance and faith in the precious blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. He loved you and washed you from your sins in his own blood. He gave himself to the suffering of the cross in obedience to the Father for a purpose, not to make a way for people to remain filthy and go to heaven. If you have not come to him in repentance and confessed all your sins to him, your conscience is defiled, and so are you, and you cannot enter his temple. But he came to make a holy people, a holy nation, cleansed from all their filthiness, to serve him in righteousness, peace, and joy forever in his kingdom, as royal priests, offering pure worship to the King of kings and unto the Father of lights, with whom is no variableness nor shadow of turning, as free and not using your liberty for a cloak of maliciousness, but as servants and slaves of God, loving him, serving him, worshiping him forever in his glory. Be you holy, for he is holy. Holy. What does it mean to be holy? It means to be separated from this present evil world unto God, to love him and fear him and obey and serve him. In 1 John 2, verse 15, we read, Do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. And the world is passing away, and the lust of it. But he who does the will of God abides forever. In Matthew 7, Jesus said, Not everyone who says, Lord, Lord, will enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father. 
He also said, Unless your righteousness exceeds that of the scribes and Pharisees, you shall in no case enter into the kingdom of God. The Holy Spirit is holy, and he will lead you into holiness, and you will glorify Jesus. Let's turn to 2 Corinthians chapter 6. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Verse 1. We then, as workers together with him, also plead with you not to receive the grace of God in vain. Did you know you can receive the grace of God in vain? For he says, In an acceptable time I have heard you, and in the day of salvation I have helped you. Behold, now is the accepted time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. Verse 14. Do not be unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship has righteousness with lawlessness? And what communion has light with darkness? And what concord has Christ with Belial? Or what part has a believer with an unbeliever? And what agreement has the temple of God with idols? For you are the temple of the living God. As God has said, I will dwell in them and walk among them. I will be their God and they shall be my people. Therefore, come out from among them and be separate, says the Lord, and do not touch what is unclean, and I will receive you. I will be a father to you, and you shall be my sons and daughters, says the Lord Almighty. He that has this hope in him, that Jesus is returning soon, to receive unto himself his own special people, to dwell with him forever in his glory, should be all about purifying himself, even as he is pure not about the former lusts, the ways of the world, the things of the world. Don't believe the false grace, people. It will never work. If you are in any sin, come to him now and repent with all your heart that he may cleanse you of your filthiness and lead you in his righteous, good way to prepare you to be with him forever, to be a part of his holy nation, his royal priesthood, his own special people. He said, if you will seek him with all your heart, you will find him. Let's turn to Isaiah 9, verse 6. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder, and his name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace there will be no end upon the throne of David, and over his kingdom, to order it and establish it with judgment and justice from that time forward, even forever. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this.